I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Gator Nation. Welcome back to Respect Our Decision Podcast. This is our raw reaction episode for the Kentucky game. And, man, we got some reactions to give. Not the best night in Gator Nation, but we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about it and see where we go from here. As always, guys, please make sure you go ahead and download us on all your podcast providers. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel and subscribe. And as always, big shout out to our sponsor, Camwood Supplements. Visit camwoodsupplements.com and use code RESPECT20 to save 20% on your purchase. So, guys, we're going to kick it off, man. Our boy Mike, Mike in the trenches, as always, was at the game last night. And he's going to go ahead and give us, uh, you know, information as far as – um how things were down there. Mike, how was it? Um, it started out pretty um, – honestly, I probably got there – well, I actually got there Friday night, ended up staying in, you know, wanted to preserve my energy for the night the nightcap on Saturday. That never happened. Um, but it uh, probably got on campus probably right around 12-ish. And just walked around. It was dead. Um, like, I mean, compared to Utah, it was like night and day. Um, obviously, you know, you're not going to have – it's not going to be as busy. You know, first game, Napier era. But I still expected a lot more. I'm no – almost 100% positive the weather had something to do with that. And it did, in fact, rain. It, was, it wasn't bad at all. 
um, we're talking 15 minutes. So, and anyways, with that being said, the energy just wasn't there walking around campus. Uh, it was probably four-ish, you know, three-ish maybe. So it was not the, not the best vibe. And I probably should have caught a uh, – it may have been from the football gods when I was walking to a, a tailgate and my sh- uh, my freaking shades, the lens popped out just randomly walking. So that, that you know, no big Small deal, size. $400 sunglasses, Small you know. What yeah, could go wrong, right? To come. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So you know, with that being said, you know, went to this, you know, social, you know, tailgates, had a good little time. We get in there, crowd wasn't um, wasn't like sold out, sold out, but definitely a good crowd. Crowd throughout was, you know, that's where I give them credit for. You know, it's it was definitely you saw the game. You know, that was every opportunity for a crowd to just be quiet, you know, but no matter how inconsistent we look, no matter, I won't dive into, you know, any the details because that we're going to talk about let it, me, obviously. Let but me ask you no this, matter though. what happened. Let me ask you this, Mike. The crowd, one second. The, the crowd was always, we're talking that up until we could not win, literally, the crowd was backing the defense. And people started to leave. There was one guy. He should be banned from there. It was like nine minutes left on the fourth. Like, oh, this is done. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a one-score game. So I digress. But the crowd was always back in, like, loud, too, in terms of so. Maybe not the loudest, but they were definitely, you know, you know, getting, you know, the money down, stuff like that. What's up, Wes? Well, you kind of answered my question. I was going to be here. Uh, it was a lot of stoppage for injured players and flags and booth reviews and this and that. I was going to ask you how uh, how it was then, but you kind of answered my question, but I, can you talk about that? Yeah. Like all the stops no, in the first half. Yeah, and, and when, when you're there, it's, I mean, when you're watching the game, I actually ha- had this conversation with the guy, um, a guy I was with. He, you know, Cam, you know, catch him on Twitter, the uh, Cam Doug or something. Anyways, Slam the bottom me. line. It's when you're there, the stoppages, it's freaking, it, they kill you. You're like, dude, come yeah. on. You know, TV timeout. You're like, dude, I, we just had one. My batteries, you know, I'm on 30%, bro. I'm not going to make it. So it, it, it's excruciating. And then when you get timeouts, and I had a, you know, a pretty, I think it was some meth head who ended up kicking me in the back in the fourth quarter because I wasn't chanting blue and orange. Uh, she, uh, you know, she literally like screaming for the guy. They're like, you know, get up. You know, I'm, everyone's looking at her like, you're a despicable human being. So, um, the, and that was another, you know, that was probably another 10 minute stop and just stoppage after stoppage. I mean, but we can't say that played into the game at all because we never had momentum. So, if anything, that helped us. And it's just, yeah. But overall, like I said, the crowd did everything they could. They, Absolutely. They, they show, we showed resolve the whole game. You could tell. You could tell even on TV. I mean, it was very obvious. Yeah. Every time they they panned to the crowd, the crowd was up. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, even late in the fourth quarter, they were yeah. 100% behind the defense. When they missed yeah. the field goal to, to late in the fourth, the crowd was still, you know, high energy. It can't be blamed on the fans, that's for sure. The fans, The fans did their part 100% the whole game. Um, but you know, like last week we, we broke down, you know, kind of the halves of the game and stuff like that. We're not going to do that today, guys. We're going to, we're going to just give some reactions. We, everybody knows 
what they saw. We're going to talk a little bit about how we feel about it and what we feel like, um, you know, we need to do going forward. Um, so, Mike, I'm going to because, you know, you were there. We're going to, you know, what was your reactions just to how things were, you know, as far as what you saw and, and the feeling there from yourself and the fans around you as to what you saw as far as how's the as the game went? Uh, like fellow Gator fans or Kentucky or no Gator fans, how you felt, how, how your reactions just there in the stadium watching, I mean, AR struggle, you know, what the hell, what the hell <laughs> oh, did we just watch? I mean, <laughs> oh, I wanted to, I wanted to do this yesterday. I was absolutely <laughs> livid. I, I, was, I'm, I was absolutely livid. Um, I got a little, you know, dejected, at, you know, walking through the stadium, but I was absolutely livid. Um, once again, I'm, I'm only going to touch on this. You may see a vein throughout my forehead, but between, you know, you know, play calling inaccuracies, you know, just lack of pushing the O-line. I mean, like I gave credit, you know, to their defense. I know it was a solid group. It's not elite at all. Um, our talent across the board, we have three to five NFL players, including um, at least one day one, day two draft pick. So there's absolutely no reason for what occurred to occur. So I'm absolutely livid. In addition to that, what truly sucked is three top ten teams went down. So we're probably number seven in the country. So that's a whole – you talk about a dropped opportunity, the visitor list as well. So you're losing program momentum, recruiting uh, – not to mention, you know, I didn't expect us. We will not get we, – we, unless, unless you had a Cam Newton-type season, we're not winning a national championship. I'm okay with that. I put it six to ten wins, most likely around eight. It's still probable. But end of the day, you lose program momentum. Period. Like, I had us losing to Georgia. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But there's literally no excuse. Kentucky played how I knew they played, and it was absolutely ridiculous. So, it was it's, – it's, it's a joke. And like I said, we'll talk about it later. They play – offensively, they played like a joke. Will Levis is still not good at football. Gator football hmm. lost to Will Levis twice where he played like dog shit in two consecutive years. So, it's absolutely ridiculous. We, Mark Stoops is now the most winningest coach – double – He's the winningest coach. I mean, he's proper grammar. He's the winningest coach. And uh, uh, program history happened at the swamp at night. And like I said, they didn't play well. They couldn't run a the ball. Their special teams, which is their strength, played like crap. I mean, they gave us every reason to win the game. Every reason. And we couldn't win the game. So the crowd was in it. They, their strength was their weakness. The best kicker probably in the SEC Missed a gimme that I can I can tote a ball I can make that kick I'm like making a joke they used to do it in practice to get out of get out of sprints so it's a freaking joke all right so I don't know what happened where they are it could be an alarm I don't know but the play calling I can't get mad at the script initial script because it was missed throws I wouldn't have done that but at the end of the day the throws were technically there so I can't get mad at the opening script what I can't get mad is we are not a pass. Like a trash team, pass open the run. We are a run to open up the pass, and we never did it the whole game. So why are you doing that? So those runs, oh, ETN, oh, he would have got that in like a third quarter. Oh, he, he almost had it. Well, I'll tell you what, if you had that game plan in the first quarter, he has it. That's how running works. People get tired. So if your two guards weigh 331 pounds, 347 pounds, guess what happens? Other teams get tired. 
So I'm going to talk uh, get off my you know little rant there because more is to come, and I don't want to go too in depth. But I'm freaking pissed because my football team and I used to, I called it as like hey, I'll take a dirty dub all day because what should be with a crappy win with my quarterback playing getting out of the I think they just shredded his ticket to the uh, to New York his plane ticket they just canceled it but that's regardless. I don't care. You walk out of there playing like absolute dog crap with a win and being number seven in the country because Baylor would have dropped out of the top ten. They were at nine. They lost to BYU. Texas A&M, we know what I freaking called, but I don't need 16 points. I, I took the money line, and I just kept showing people, guess who freaking right in those football. But once again, <laughs> that, they'll talk about it on the Thursday show. And then um, Notre Dame just showed, I mean, I am Catholic. It is Sunday, but guess what? You still suck, okay? No one in, in right – I don't think the Lord Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus Christ were taking Marshall, okay? Maybe Matthew McConaughey because he, he was in uh, in that movie. So it was absolutely ridiculous, and I'm still pissed. I hope it's an anomaly. I know it's year one. I'm not saying fire Napier, but this is an inexcusable loss, period. It was, We had a questionable fourth down call where, where we should have punted at the, at the fourth quarter. It was ridiculous all the way around. He's passionate, folks, and I can't blame him. <laughs> I can't blame him at all. Wes, Probably you got better any, I wasn't on last night. Wes, you got any uh, thing to add to that uh, impressive rant? Nah, man. I mean, I, mean I, 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 it won't be like Mike, so don't, don't expect me to go, you know. Veins popping in the forehead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a day to, to, to sleep on it, like uh, – this is our raw reaction, and if, if we had gone last night, I probably would have been like Mike. I, I don't know if I would have been like Mike because I was so dejected. I, I, I left the game depressed. I didn't want to see anything on social media. I didn't want to read any reports. I didn't want to rewatch. I didn't want to. It, it left you disappointed because of what Mike has said earlier about the, the the people in front of us with Notre Dame dropping, Texas A&M dropping. You know that that, that was an opportunity for us to. You, you look at it, and I think I spoke about it Thursday. Our first four games, we had three ranked teams. I mean, we were going to put ourselves in position to do something spectacular. And to Mike's point, Kentucky tried to give us every reason to do it. I mean, they, their strength was in the special team. You got punters, I mean, the long snapper snapping over the punter's head. You got the missing field goals. I mean, extra point. Extra, it was, I mean, I, it was crazy. And I was like, okay, they're going to give it to us. And the AR can never. Uh, find his rhythm. I thought early in the game, I was like, okay, this is a repeat of, I, I kept, I didn't lose hope throughout the game. Like, okay. It all it takes is one. And, and to Mike's point, I was like, okay, we're going to run the ball more. Um, my thing is, I hope we don't get into this uh, running back thing that happened last year. I think it's evident after two games, who our most special player is at the running back position. And we got to, the, the kid has to get more carries. He has to get more touches. Has to be on the field more. One, two punch him in my trail. Naquan is a good security guy. I don't know if it's maybe uh, ETN doesn't know. And I know this, people don't realize, but uh, third down, third down, when you're passing, passing downs for the running back matters. So you have to be able to know protection and block. So that's the case, then Naquan coming for that. But he needs to, him and uh, Naquan and, and uh, ETN needs to, they need to swap carries. Etn needs to get the ten plus carries, and Naquan needs to get the, maybe the five to seven. Because uh, I, I, I need we need explosion in the offense. We need to rely on that. We should be a run first, pass second team, 
get AR in the rhythm early. I would like to see us use our tight ends more, get him some easy throws. Because he early in the games, he's high. And once, if he never, if ne- his quarterback is almost like pitching, once you find the strike zone, you're good. But once you, you know, you can't find it, he couldn't, he can't find his release early in the game. And he was high all freaking game. And, and credit to our defense, our defense kept us in this game. Uh, we struggled again with the tight ends early. I mean, but, the, but the defense, big sacks here and there. Uh, boom, my guy did a good job. Kept hearing about him in the fall. I mean, in, in spring practice, I mean, it, I, I, I mean, I'm just hurt, man. Cause I mean, we, we had this and everything was in front of us and for us not to, to, to show up offensively for uh questionable play calling. I wasn't mad at the, 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 the first fourth down uh, in the first, in the, the first time, but the second, one, I think we should have pointed. We still had three timeouts left. The defense has showed that they could stop them. Um, we were giving up more run, like late in the game, uh, as we start to wear war down, wear down. But I mean, overall, her to your original question. I mean, I was I was hurt. I, I wasn't mad. I was more hurt, and I, I still support the team. Like I said, I still had faith. I wouldn't have left like Mike did. I mean, like Mike said, the, the fans did. Whoa, and, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, like, listen, I said the I fans. Like you said, I, I said you said the fans. I said you said the fans. He, he just missed I, I misspoke. I said the fans, but I mean. Cause I, I I just thought something would happen, you know. It was like, okay, he's gonna make a play. He's gonna put on that Superman cape. He's gonna make a play. These were the games we talked about with coin flip games. And can he put the S on his chest and be that guy? And last night, after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, it wasn't like he had one or two chances. He had opportunities, and he actually gave Kentucky the game with the pick six. So, I mean, it is what it is. Adjustments. I'm looking forward to the adjustments week three and four. Absolutely. Um, that that's something I want to see as well. I want to. Um, but I'm going to give my reactions just real quick, and then we're going to move on. Um, I'm frustrated. I'm very very frustrated. I'm frustrated not just because AR struggled. I mean, that's that's. We'll get to that in a minute. The kids had weight way too much put on his shoulders. I don't think he's all the way ready for all of that. And that's just a whole nother segment. Um, I'm frustrated with this play calling last night that I saw. I'm, I'm really tired of seeing runs to the short side of the field. <laughs> now I understand that, you know, I know it always seems to be the short side of the field is to the, to the right. And that's where Osiris is. And you want to run off Osiris. And I, and I totally get that, but, I don't feel like we give our guys a lot of room to make plays in space. Um, I'm tired of receiver screens. I understand you want to kind of get AR back in a rhythm and give him some easy throws, but I feel like maybe, you know, there are some other easier throws in the playbook that you could give the guy, you know, once again, I mean, I, the blocking on the wide receiver screens never seems to be there. That's a whole different conversation. Um, it's that's not working. We've seen it for two games now. They haven't busted one of them for longer than maybe six, seven yards, and that's just your receiver fighting for every single yard he can get on the play. That's not, yeah. That's that's yeah. not that's not that's because he's, yeah. That's all him fighting through tackles. 
because the play is, I mean, the guys are on him as soon as it's there because it's easily recognizable. Um, I know that they, you know, I know AR seemed to maybe have twisted his ankle a little bit on the second play of the game. That's here or there. Um, I, I think it speaks volumes to our quarterback depth, obviously, that I think the play calling went away from tr- trying to keep AR safe and not run the ball with him as much. Uh, I mean, but you can't play that way, man. This is SEC football. You cannot play scared of anything. You have to go out there and play your game. I understand that our depth is a concern. Everybody knows it. It is what it is. You still got to go out there and play winning football, and we did not. We did not play winning football. We played timid football. Um, And Billy made comments such afterwards. I mean, Billy took ownership. I will give Billy all the credit in the world for his – Comments post game, um, something we weren't used to from the last staff. Absolutely, I mean, he didn't get up there and make jokes about anything or try to make light of it or you know whatever the, you know Dan would have done. Billy got up there and owned it. He said it's on him. Ar struggled, but that was he put. A, he said he put Ar into some bad positions, and you got to give the man. He said the right things. Now, once again, you got to see you got to see some adjustments. You've got to see some things change. Um, we're about to get into some stats real quick. And um, Naquan Wright, I, you know, the kid's been here a while. He's not the answer. Uh, Wes just alluded to it. I mean, he's just a bad scheme fit. I mean, he's good. He's just he's, not a bad scheme fit. He doesn't read the holes to me as good as the other two does at all. Um, no. If you watch it, I know it, it might. It, yeah, he doesn't. He just runs right into the into the you know the um, eight carries for twenty four yards is not going to get it done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just not um, on the pick six. I don't know exactly whose fault was what on that. It doesn't really matter. But his effort after the pick six was very telling. Uh, he did not make any effort to chase the play down. He just, he looked defeated. Okay. I mean, it's a bad play, but you're not out of the game. I mean, you're still in the game. You It put us down a touchdown. So get your head off your shoulders and go. I mean, and that that's the whole team. I mean, now the defense played up and you could see when the frustration started to set in a little bit in the second half. But they played high, man. The defense played with high effort the whole night. I really liked what we saw from the defensive line. A lot of push. We got some um, guys. So, <laughs> um, I saw this morning that Ventrell is hurt and had to leave, and it's a lower leg injury, and I feel so bad for the kid. I hope it's nothing serious, but I guess we'll wait and see. Um, the kids are going to have to step up, though, man. Shamar James, Wingo, those guys are going to – it's your time now. If he can't go, you got to step up. Yeah, Scooby um, played a lot last night. And too. Scooby as well, yes. Um, you know, you just got to step up. And we're going to find out now what, what this staff and what these kids are made of, man. They're going to either – they're going to step up and improve. They've got a good game coming up to do that, to make some adjustments, to get back in a rhythm. And then you got to get ready to go to Knoxville. And there ain't – you know – that's not – they don't have as good a defense as what we saw on the field yesterday, but you're not going to be at home. You're not going to be playing, you know, in front of your fans. It's going to be loud. It's going to be rowdy. And they're going to call – you know, 
They're going to take shots. They're going to take shots, man, and you're going to have to be ready. And you're not going to be able to, you know, but once again, get back to what you do best. Run the football. Mike said it, said it loud. Punch the other guy in the mouth and run it down their throat. Set your quarterback up for some easy throws. Don't go out there throwing three out of four times to open the – I mean, it just – I don't know if we were just trying to back guys out of the box to open it up, but at some point you've got you've got to say it's not working and, and go the other way, and we didn't. But, and the problem with throw. the – the problem with the opening script worked, so that's the problem. Like, there were there was as many drops as there were like, incomplete. Once you get off your yeah. opening script, is where I'm at. Yes, you have to adjust on the fly. The quarterback misses throws because I can't. I can't say it's a bad play call because you miss a wide open receiver. It's not a bad play call. It's a bad. It, it, you're just not getting the job done. But he has to. As the season progressed, he's going to have to make those throws because Kentucky. That that was one of the things with our run. They were they were man they were man to man and said we're going to load the box and they had an extra man in the box that we couldn't account for every sometimes. But a lot of times, I saw uh, like late in the fourth quarter, our center got whipped. I mean, like whipped. Usually got whipped. Garage got whipped a whipped, lot. Yes. Yeah, like Mike, it was it was horrendous. It it was crazy, and it was something that we didn't expect. And another thing that we didn't hit on, Ricky wasn't in late. Why isn't your best receiver on the field? I needed one to be on the field. He's our most explosive receiver. He was my maybe I I'm biased because I he was my 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 pick this week because I wanted to see the explosion. I he wasn't on the field late. I mean, these are things that I I I want to see. AR maybe roll out to get him in rhythm. That's that's to me. That's what what Ricky in the yeah. tight end is for, because that's how you, he gets in the rhythm hitting hitting the tight end. I don't care if it's the uh, a rollout play action. You know the, the play that everybody has that's hard, always hard to defend. With Kentucky was eating us up with, and Utah was eating us with like a little five yard drag to the tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to we got to do that to get him some more easy. Yeah, we need some simpler, simpler plays. Yeah, I would and, also and like to see him roll out to get rolled out a little yeah. bit more, um, just to he, feel he him a little more natural, a little more. Yeah, he hit short know, on a couple of those last week. Those and to give him some more options. Shorter, I yeah, mean, it's just he hit shorter twice last week with those, and, and like I said, it just he has to do. He has to also stop throwing a Spencer Strider, one hundred and ten mile fastball. I mean, he can't. He, he has to know. How to put touch on all his passes? So th- that's something he has to work with, and that's that's the learning curve. And and like I said, we're going to get to that in a second. I want to talk okay, just bad. real quick about. No, you're good. You're good. Um, this team did not do. Uh, Kentucky did not bring a, a an offense that was built up to beat. I mean, and I mean, Will Levis had two hundred and two yards on 13 of 24 passing and including, you know, the long 55 yarder down the middle that Kimber was on his guy. I mean, I, I he should have broke it up, but it didn't. I mean, it is what it is, but I mean, that's 55 yards of the 204. He was harassed all night long. Yeah, man. Kentucky ran for an average of 1.8 yards a carry. 
I now granted, I know negative thirty nine of that's on the the punt, the bad punt. They they the way they total that up is weird, but in at at halftime they had like an average of negative three point seven yards a carry. It was, I mean, filthy yeah. the way our defense held these guys and harassed Levis all night long. But you can't answer a game like that with 14 of 35 passing, you know, for 143 yards. And and while we, you know, we averaged 4.5 yards a carry, you know, Anthony accounted for none of that. I mean, it just – there was no – almost no quarterback runs. The one that was designed early, the draw play right there on the first drive. Garage. Garage missed the missed the block on the um on the spy. Garage came through to the second level, was supposed to hit the spy and didn't get there fast enough, and the guy made the tackle in the hole. I mean it the design was correct. The execution was not. It it, it seemed like last night we would get a a couple big plays and then we'd stall out. Like we would move the ball, even on the play to, uh down the sideline when he hit Henderson on the sideline. I don't know if that was Reynolds or Frazier. I have to do my rewatch, but he's breaking wide open. Um, and he just didn't, I don't know if he didn't trust it. He didn't see it. Uh, well, it was but like, he didn't. After Montrell's 40 yard run, 40 yard out. run down the sideline. And then two out of the next three plays were screen wide receiver screens. You just gouged them for a 40 yard run. And then you ran two out of three wide receiver screens. I just I don't I don't understand that. Mike, what you think? My main thing is, I mean, end of the day, end of the day you can just toss. I'll put it. I'll I'll compare it to let's just say Utah. But you say Utah, their game plan predominantly did not work in the first half. Utah's offense, correct? No. Okay, second half. They adjusted. Molly walked. Yep. Second half adjustments. Period. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, it's okay. Like, crap. Things happen. You're not able to, you know, what you didn't have. You just have to, you know, maybe rip into the guys, whatever. I don't care what you got to do. But the bot, you know, give them some five energy shots across the board, whatever. (laughs) But the bottom bottom line, I still didn't see. if, if, If you, it was. Blatantly obvious, Anthony Richardson was off that night. You have no backup to go to. So, guess what? I don't care what you got to run. <clears throat> Start attempting some tight end throws because you, you they're on the field. So, <clears throat> I don't know if it's that, and I'm just spitballing right now. But just run the ball. Nate wants to not get anything. So, why is he, who's not running well, at least that particular game, sometimes people are just off. I'm not a fan of him in this scheme. It is what it is. I don't, it's unfortunate because I like him as a back. <clears throat> But why at this point are you just not going two headed monster? Why is he on the field? Like when I, that pick happened, why is he not just shut down? Because they yeah. have the staff, they have the army, they have the analysts. There's no reason why he should be on the field. So well, what happened was he was that play. So I mean, it, there's so many why, why, why throughout the that, first half. We still Hirsch are in the game. That, win the game. Hirsch asked, Hirsch asked that question. And when that pick happened. Like, like everything, we had every opportunity to win the game. Hirsch asked that question. It was it was on AR. 
The, the, it was on the arm. No, 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 but it, he shouldn't have been in the game. I, I know yeah, what you're I'm not blaming. He got I'm, the run. I'm playing. I'm saying, what you're saying player personnel. He should not have been in the game. He's not. He got not, the first, he's not he got the first like down. Your, your second back. So with that being said, you have two competent backs. Two ETNs. The pack can they can both catch the ball, especially ETN. With that being said, they didn't change. They, it's, it's pretty much the same. Did you notice the difference in play calling? Because I didn't. What I was saying was like earlier in that drive. I, I, I'm proponent. You are, that was in my first when I first talked about the, who the who the back should be more of. On that play, they ran hurry up. Nick yeah, they, just in a, he, he just got a he, he just got a first down, and they ran hurry up. They went straight to the line. Five wide. Why is he I bet I, you, that's something that's that what I, I I'm saying. Ask. He I had know, eight first for now. He no, had no, no, an eight-year eight eight year that last uh, week. So at that point, as a staff, I'm well, I'm equal to all your eyes. As a staff, I'm having my I'm checking him. Hey guys, what players are working? Get out of three backs. You only have two backs. So he shouldn't have been on the field. You, you can play hurry up. I don't care. You, no, I'm saying you preaching to the choir. I said this already. I said who the one, two guys should be, who your feature guy should be, and Montreal should be to me the second guy. Okay. ETN is our best guy. I said that what I was telling you, what, what I was going over the overall play is Naquan had just rushed for eight yards, got a first down. They ran five, they ran five wide. I listened to the I, I do listen to the sound. So what uh McElroy from was is it McElroy or is it yeah. the other quarterback from that? McElroy said was and AR came to the sideline and pointed to his chest and said it was my fault. This, 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 when the no, corner squatting, I saw him tap his chest. Yeah, the, when the corner squatting, you run a fade on that play. He already made up his mind. He was going there. The corner squatted on it and pick six. So he, he was supposed to, and Nick did what he said, what he was supposed to do. And to your point, Hirsch, why he didn't try, I, <laughs> I know you want the effort, but I mean, it was. I don't want time to play, turn, turn around. Just run, why? I, I don't even like the play call. That goes back to the play. If you, you want to say the person, you say, okay, personnel is okay. I don't like the play call. Run the ball. Keep running yeah, the ball. Went, you, you, went from a, you, can't, you went you from can't a run play to a five wide. You have to run the ball maybe 70-30 because end of the day, it showed if you're going to lean on them, you're, you're going to be good enough to win. You got you got a, a good field goal kicker. Don't let AR lose you the game. What do we do? We let AR lose us the game. Let's see. He was off in the first drive. Blatantly obvious. Second drive. All right. He doesn't have it today, folks. So why are we still going your normal split in play calling? There's no excuse. You hit your defense. They can't get anything on them. They have no special teams. Just run the ball. Win it. 17 to 7. 20 to 10. Get out of Dodge. Call today. You know, see what's going on versus USF, and take your take your ass to damn Knoxville three and up. With a with a great win, ugly win, and a and a and a, and a you know just and practice things out at USF. There's no reason why we shouldn't be three and up with a dud dub. Period. People, you can make it's excuses for AR, and it's it's on AR, and it's on the play calling. If AR is bad, okay, recognize it. Call a spade a spade. He played like crap. For whatever reason, hurt, whatever. I don't know. Headspace, he's, he needs some more reps, whatever. Didn't have it. Change the play calling. If it's the second drive or the second half, change it because it didn't change. Because it, like, it looked like Utah to me. 
I want to just hit on the AR for real quick before we get done here today. Um, I know there were a ton of scouts at that game last night to watch him and Levis, obviously. I know the kid got a ton of hype coming out of Utah. We all know that. Um, I think it's time maybe we, you know, to shut all that talk down and just focus on being a better football player. And hopefully he does that going forward. Hopefully now some of that noise will drown out of his, uh, out of his headspace, like Mike was talking about. And the silver lining of all this will be, you know, that now he can focus on just becoming a better quarterback and they can run a better, they can fix these issues and run and change the play calling like Mike's talking about and, and, get him back on track to just focus on being a quarterback that his skill set is what it is. I mean, he's, he's not, I don't think anybody expected him to come out and be a Danny Warfel, Shane Matthews, you know, just throw the ball all over the field. And I, I hopefully we don't become that Mike, what you, you, you said you want to say one more thing on that. Yeah, no, this is um, one thing you were saying, you're like, you mentioned uh, earlier that, yeah, he, he weighed in his shoulders, this and that. Yeah, I don't give a damn. All right. Um, one, players develop at different rates. People don't realize this. Oh, it's just dirtier in program. Okay. Sometimes people need four to five. Some people already year one. It is what it is. Okay. It's not necessarily doesn't mean he can't be a Heisman candidate next year. Or who knows? He just may have been, like I said, something may happen. He may be back next week. It's a it's a fluid situation. So I mean it is you gotta go, you gotta judge it week by week and take in its totality. However, with that being said, hey, just like a head coach at the University of Florida, you better be ready mentally. Jeff Driscoll, Jeff Driscoll could not handle it. He was a good quarterback. Could not handle the, the the limelight, so I mean, he definitely did a run from it. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad bad uh, bad kid. Seems like a good guy, but I just like I said, I don't care. There's three statues out there. Should be four of you when you sign up. You sign that dotted line for that scholarship. You know, as a quarterback, what you're getting into, and it's maybe fair or not, but it is what it is. And it's certain. There's only a couple schools in the country. Ford is one of them. You better be ready for it, and especially if you play for better or worse. The pressure's there. To his credit, he took he took full responsibility. That guy, no, absolutely. For like uh, Hurst said that Nate took responsibility. He came out and said he failed the team. The loss was on him. I love that. I want to see the bounce back. Not against South Front. That this is kind of why I wish he had those games early in the year. He came out against two ranked teams. So this is why I wish he had a South Florida or in a Florida Atlantic to start to start his career. You keep forgetting he's only had four starts. This is what about to be his fourth start coming up this week. So I wish South Florida would be some things for him to work on to get better at before we go down to Tennessee. I'll keep that short, Hurst. I know we gotta wrap up. Yeah, I just wanna um, you know, before we get out, I just wanna hit on what each of us kind of thinks is the silver lining out of this and you know what we what we were most kind of disappointed about and what we want to see next, you know, just kind of 
to kind of set the stage of where we're going. The silver Mike, lining. You got oh, that? Man. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good, Wes. Lead us off. Yeah, the silver lining for me was the D line, chaos and his boys. They were on attack mode. They had that dog uh, mentality that uh, uh, Sap talked about in his press conference last week, and they were after it. Um, and we we're deep there. Princely, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. Boom, Sap, uh, Cox just destroyed that tackle early in the game. And then uh, to, to get that sack on Will Levis that I think Devron ended up getting, uh, Dexter ended up getting. I mean, he just straight up acknowledged that's the interception that. on the interception that he got. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. That was this was before the interception. This was like that's the right. first drive. That's this right. Was the first right. drive of the, the, the series. Cox was a monster last night. He was all over the place. Dexter uh, showed up early. Uh, Boone, I can just keep naming guys on the, on, on there. And our corners, I mean, we haven't been really challenged. Even though Kimber did get with that big play, he has a cast on his hand. I would, I, I hate players when they play with cast, especially as a DB. It kind of limits you with what you can do. I don't know, think he can pick a ball off. And that kind of hurt him. I think the ball did touch the ground, but it was inconclusive. So you know where you can turn it off. So I don't blame the rest for that. Um, the trade Dean play, I, I know, I don't, never mind. I go about, forget all that. We were talking about silver liners. Silver liners to me, the D line. Uh, they they stood out to me. The thing that uh, that left me more disappointed was we all uh, talked about it, but I'll say something else. The fact that Pearsall was on the field and Seven was on the field. I need more Seven. I need more One. Those guys have to be there in crunch time when we're trying to come back and have a win. So that what I was disappointed. Those guys weren't on the field. D line was what I loved. What do you what do you see going forward? What are your ex- has have your expectations changed on this team at all? No, nah, because I said this early in our podcast before we the season even started when we were talking about recruiting and how View Napier is a guy that's not stuck in his ways, he's not stubborn, he's ever forever evolving, trying to find out what's what to do next. I think he will make the necessary adjustments. He will listen to the people he hired around him because he trusts those guys, and and we will make adjustments going into South Florida and hopefully into, uh, when we go play in Knoxville in two weeks. So I, I trust in the coach. I think we can still bounce back. I don't see Kentucky as a team. Like that, so they have a couple more losses. I still think we can do what I predicted us to do. We can finish second or first in the East. I still believe it because AR is that guy. Mike, what were your silver linings? Yeah, I said it, Mike. Anyway, that's a, we'll, 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 we'll cover that on another episode. Uh, I just say, <laughs> I'll be more specific. So going into the year, D line depth was a, I was petrified, um, and it, they've. I'm so glad to be so glad to be wrong about that. They've truly impressed me in um, the past couple of weeks. What they've played there, uh, and I think just think, um, but also in terms of their, um, you know, uh, like uh, they we actually do have depth. You know, obviously anybody would have got tired on a Utah game. I don't care who you are. If you played a position, you know. You, you, you would have got tired. So, you know, with that being said, I who I like to give it, you know, a true one person I truly acknowledge, one, one couple of plays made, I was ridiculous. Uh, Pal, I was just, he truly did impress me. You, you check out 52. I, I forgot was, his name. I was, I was like, very I'd solid. Look, I'm like, who's 52? I'd look him up and say, oh, I, I love him coming in. He yeah, played, played very hard. He played played very second hard. Half, he truly did show out and showing people along, getting plugging in that C gap, so on and so forth. So, um, I, I would say uh, that was my silver lining. And, and also that just a D line as well, just showing the fortitude to stick it. Like it, the, the offense gave him no hope. 
at all. They never gave up once. Period. They never lowered their head. You know, they that that's so they're mentally strong. So without um, well, that I mean, most disappointed was this the and this kind of will you know go into my you know final thought. You know, just the total. Uh, I'll say Naquan, obviously, because I now know he's pretty much pointless for the season, unfortunately, just based on scheme fit. And it's not, it's not, necessar- not, not, necessar- net, not necessarily his fault, but uh, but also just a lack of second half adjustments. You know, you know, a lot of people maybe not like, like how Tony does certain things, but guess what? He just produces in terms of, you know, to totality of points, you know, so, so another sub 30 point game. Like he just gets it done and may not be. He may not like certain routes and stuff that he gives up, but it works. But we play like dog crap for two halves, never changed it, anything. And it's just, it was despicable play, despicable play calling when one half the crowd did everything they needed to do and the defense they needed everything they needed to do. And our special teams, for the most part, exception to one kick, which I don't even mind because I didn't want that kickoff returner to touch the ball. And guess what? He never did. So. <laughs> Everyone that take out AR and our offense did everything they needed to do. So that goes into what Wes just said, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. I'm not going to just blindly give anyone the benefit of the doubt. You cannot say, oh, he's only had three to four starts to say, oh, I'm going to blindly believe him. No, it's, 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 it's anarchy. Or for your boys, it's, it's chaos. He's he had a good game. Guess what? He pulled a 180 and had a horrific game. He was he looked like Treon Harris. I hate to break it to you. He played awful. He gave you he have zero confidence. That, like I have absolutely zero confidence next week. I hope I'm dead wrong. But he looked like garbage. He he had I mean I'm glad he took accountability, but that's about the only thing he did last night. This is be he didn't rush the ball, didn't pass the ball, and he's a, he is the sole reason. Why we lost that game? If he just completes a couple first downs and doesn't turn the ball over, we won the ball game. He, we won. The, I saw somewhere someone said we won the game because they are, and we lost the game because they are. So AR is one and one. So never be the reason you lose a game. Period. And that's he is the sole reason. I don't care about account. account accountability is great, but guess what? Cool, you still sucked. So and also Napier. All right, I'm, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Solid play call. I, it, um, Utah needed to get better. Guess what? Got horribly worse. Didn't he? Didn't adjust in the set first half and second half. Didn't adjust. So once again, why would you blindly believe in him? I, like you can have hope for him, but like okay, now you need to show me that you will adjust to what you have. So you want to like once again half by half. I'm looking totality. Now I have three halves to judge him by. I, I have three halves under. AR to judge him by. So I'm judging his the total body of work. Billy's with us. Well, bro, you got if I continue to see this crap, you, you better get OC. Now I we can't assume that he will adjust. And maybe if he needs OC, get one. We can't. We can hope. I would bet that he would, but you just can't blindly assume he's given no evidence of that because it's his first year. So, um, you know, Max, Max, and with that being said, the expectations, they didn't change. I had, uh, once again, it was a flip, but um, all the, I had six to 10 wins, picked eight wins, 
Uh, defense is going to be steady, Eddie, and uh, playing better than I thought. We're in the ball. We're good. Uh, it's a flip of a coin game. We're one on one. Both t- both games are flip of a coin. Even though it's last, I-, I take it back. Last week, what was this one? We just lost. <laughs> we beat ourselves, and Kentucky wanted to get us a game. So it was. Bar- I mean, technically, it was a coin flip game. But if you look at the game, no, we just lost it multiple times. So special thanks to AR, most most notably, and, and uh, Billy Napier for not adjusting. All right. Um, silver linings for me, man. I I just whew. y'all touched on the defense. Can't argue with that. Defense played an outstanding game, as far as I'm concerned. One or two concerns. Um, nothing major that can't be fixed. I think Helm got picked on a little bit. I mean, but. Like every Kentucky game, man, it's just anything that can and happen weird happens. Helm comes up to play a ball. It gets tipped. It goes over his head. A guy catches it 15 yards downfield. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what do you – What do you? <laughs> all right. Um, three penalties for 28 yards. I guess there that's a good silver lining. Played great. But another hold on the damn kickoff. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, I mean, by the way, that ref, I, bro, he wound, he did like a crow hop on that thing. That I just, is... I just, you know, okay, great. The penalties clean themselves up. Discipline. Accountability, like y'all said, that's nice. It's good to hear. But you got to see something improve from it. Like, you can't just take accountability and then do the same thing. That's, that's insanity, not accountability. <laughs> um. What was I, you know, something that I'm disappointed in. I was very disappointed in the offensive line play as a whole. Um, Osiris is an NFL player, beast, going to do his thing. Tarquin got hurt. I think that that didn't help. Um, Kingsley and and Garage just, there's not, I don't think they're going to be pleasantly happy going into film this week. I think they're going to, they're going to, see that they played badly. Um, and Ethan played like Ethan. I mean, he played good. Ethan did his thing, but I'm sure there were some opportunities there too because the holes just weren't as open as they should be. Um, just missing missing assignments. I, a lot to clean up. Whatever Billy said about last week about film being ugly, this week is going to be five times as ugly, if not more. I mean, it's just going to be ugly all the way around on offense. I don't – what do you take out of this that was good? A 40-yard touchdown run. Uh, I mean, 40-yard run for Montreal. Okay. ETN had some great carries. Like Mike said, Naquan is going to have an eight-yard run on film, and that is going to be the one positive he's got on film at all. Um, dropped balls by, I mean, our receivers in the first quarter. I mean, before AR really lost all confidence in himself, just dropped passes. I mean yeah. – once again, yes, were some of them probably thrown a little too dang hard? Probably. Do you need to make, you know, are they going to tell them, hey, you need to make that catch? Yes. Uh, frustrations all the way around, guys. I mean, there's no other way to say it. I mean, there's nothing real positive you can take out of this except it's an opportunity to learn and get better. But that goes back to you have to see that. You have to see things changed. Um, play calling has to change. Um Mike has alluded to it several times. Adjustments need to be made in the half. I mean, lots needed to be made at the half of this game, and absolutely none were. 
that I could tell, uh, you know. So my expectations haven't changed. I mean, I still thought we were seven and five, eight and fourteen this year. I knew there were going to be growing pains. It's inevitable. I mean, you can point to Nick Saban losing to Louisiana Monroe. You can point to Kirby Smart losing to Vanderbilt in his first year. Every coach has hard losses, but they 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 adjust. They overcome them. They get better out of them. And you're going to find out real quick if Billy is in the same stratosphere as those guys going forward by how different we look week to week. And last week we looked really good, and this week we went backwards. Now you either move forward and look better week to week, or we got to start asking some hard questions. And I'm not saying, oh, we're on the fire Billy Napier already, but does Billy need to find an OC? And, take, you know, is he taking on too much responsibility and it's taking away from his planning for the game? These are, all, these are very good questions. I mean, they're very, very good questions. Does our, I mean, if AR keeps looking like this, does Jack Miller play football this year? He has to. If he doesn't get better than what we saw last night. And that's not me saying AR isn't the guy. AR might respond to this and be, be a world beater. We don't know. We'll find out next week how much changes. And that's not going to be a good sample, I don't think. But we will see. If he comes out and completes passes left and right, well, that's, that's an improvement. But it's also a manner of, you know, of who we're playing. The true test is going to be in two weeks when you go to Knoxville. Mike, you got anything you want to add before we get done and get out of here? Yeah, no, I got it. This is a group question. Kind of piggyback on what you just said. Midway through the fourth, say nine minutes to go. Do you bench AR? Do I? I'll go last. Do I bench AR or does Billy yep. Napier? If Jack Miller's healthy. If Jack Miller's available, I think you have to at least give him a series and see what happens. I mean, I think you, I think even just if it's just to calm AR down and get him out of there and let and let him clear his headspace, I think you have to at least run him out there and see how the tempo changes, see how the, the play changes. Well, not, in the full, not in the fourth quarter. I would have done it in the third. If, if you're going to do it, you don't do it in the fourth because you kill him then. You kind of kill his whole confidence. Yeah, then. but I was and, asked and in the fourth, trust. so I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have done it in the fourth. I, at that point in time, you live and die. You let him learn. If he's going to fail, you let him fail. Um, uh, you let him fail that way. You let him make the mistakes. You let him learn from put it on, on film. But I might have if, if something was wrong, especially if he's if he's legit injured. Then yeah, in the third, I would have tried. I would have probably put Miller in the third. In the third I don't quarter, think, the, and I don't think legit. he was hurt that bad. I think he was hurt enough just that he was protected. From running the football and being the well, right, and and, and, and I, I don't know, but that could have affected his mechanics, and it it, yeah. it could have been a trickle down effect. I just want to propose that because you, at uh, end of the day, if you can't be trusted and make a, a simple throw, you can't be you can't go out there. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly would have thought about the walk on, but I think because that's it, a, I think it's an absolute walk on at least at least a series. I think it's an absolute indictment, though, to what Billy knows those two other guys behind him are that he can't hey, even run them out there. Well, hey, I still ain't. <laughs> Do you know at that point, did you have – I have a question. That, that final drive, did you have any faith? 
Oh no, I knew it was done. I knew. Okay, okay. He's not all of a sudden going to find himself. Yeah. You have faith. No, I didn't. Have, I, I would have. I, would have I don't have faith in that. Game. But guess what? We don't know. That's true. It, it, it's the. You know? No, you're right. You're right about that. that I and mean, that's, that's all. Like I hate but at to that say point, this. it's too late I'm anyway. Gonna, I'm not going to freaking lie. He played like crap. All right, worst performance I've seen in eons. And so I mean, it is what it is. It's like Will Muschamp's coach. <laughs> Man. This is terrible. This hey, is absolutely terrible. Treon beat Georgia completely. I would have played the walk I mean, on the whole fourth quarter because I'm I, it was I'm watching the game. I had eleven hours of driving, so the way I see it, someone <laughs> owes me gas money. All right. <laughs> Someone owes me freaking gas money, bro. Oh, so man. I mean, I didn't. It was a, a fun drive, and I got to get an oil change next weekend. I could have got a lot done, guys. We could sit here all day and um, and and air out these grievances because there's a lot to there's a lot to dwell on. There's a lot to to think about. A rewatch is only going to make it more painful. I already know that's coming, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's how I am. There we got to. Um, In but it goes down to Phil, we, we, no, well, we? you won't, you won't, because you know ball. Phil. Mike knows ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna talk oh, about yeah. that on on the other show. We're gonna we're gonna let Mike brag and tell us how much he knew ball and he earned that right. Um, there's a lot of work to be done, guys. A lot of work. And it not and it not just on the player side of things. Um, <laughs> a lot of work to be done from the coaching standpoint, and I'm sure the first press conference Billy has that's going to be a comment that gets made because that's his that's how he is. He's going to say the coaches have are you know they have as much work to do as the players have to do. I'd almost guarantee it, but he's not wrong. I'm scared to hear that, yeah, but he's not wrong. They got some work to do. Um, mm-hmm. Rob Sale Stapleton, they got some work to do. Billy Napier needs to go look in the mirror today and say, what do I need to do as a head coach to improve and make my team better? And I have a feeling he'll do that, absolutely. But we're going to see next week and going forward on the field what he does. Um, Jack Miller should be getting close to coming back. And if I'm, I mean, guys, we don't want to say this. Nobody wants to say it, but it's the way it is. If the guy's not getting the job done, you got to find somebody that does. That's why you get paid the money that Florida's paying you. It's it's not always easy. And it's nice to have Tim Tebow in town and slapping it up with AR and making goofy videos and things like that. It's it's great. It's fun. It's not fun when you lose. I was going to do it with Mike. <laughs> That's huh? what they were doing. I was going to do it with Mike. I thought he was doing it. The like how they were thing? moving on the yeah. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that's fun and well. It's fun and well when you're winning football games. And the moment you lose and look like that on national TV and everyone sees it, then it's time to quit making the funny videos. It's time to quit talking about punching your ticket in New York. And it sure as hell time to quit talking about first-round draft picks because nobody's drafting a guy first round that looked like that last night. It's just what it is. It's time to get in the in the dang lab. It's time to watch film. It's time to go out there and throw these short intermediate passes and 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 just work on getting your touchdown. And if you can't do it, it's time to start looking over your shoulder. <laughs> I 
I don't think anybody. And if you debate that, then that I, you just are looking to argue. Period. You're just you know because with yourself because I'm not exactly because we ain't arguing that it ain't it isn't anything to argue. Well, guys, we do it every week. It's our raw reaction show. We're gonna be here, rain, sleet, shine, in all kinds of weather, and all those good things we like to say. So hopefully next week we're having a better discussion and things are looking a lot better and we can talk about, you know, going to Knoxville with a little momentum on our side and not questioning everything that's happening. Mike, you got anything you want to add before we jump? So much, but I'll just say. uh, No, 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 no. (laughs) Bateman got us. Bateman got us. Wes? Nothing, man. Just go Gators. And, And fans, calm down. Yeah, sure. that that's a good message, guys. Knee jerk reactions, we're all gonna have them. Just get behind your team right now. Let's see a little bit more of a sample size before we we you know start. Just like recruiting, like we said, don't throw guys out of town after you know one bad game. Let's see where it goes. I know it's easy just to fire everyone. Body, look at the body work. Give them t- give them a week to you adjust. Know, to- yes, now. Like we said, come out, next week, come out next week running the same stuff. Questions yeah. can be asked. Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's let's get there first. With that being said, guys, we're going to jump on out of here. We appreciate y'all listening. As always, make sure you go download us. All your, you know, Apple, Spotify, iHeart podcast. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and like the video. Helps us a lot. And always, as always, if you want to support us as creators, make sure you check us out on our Patreon at Respect Our Decision. We appreciate all the love. Go Gators. And we'll catch y'all next week. Peace.